heads up for those sensitive souls, this story does contain some violence. This story was excavated, packaged, polished, and produced by Snap Judgment's own Rebecca Hertz. Richard Felker is a photojournalist on assignment in Brazil. He's been photographing the construction of the Itaipu Dam, where thousands of workers have been pouring concrete 24 hours a day for eight years. He is burnt out on industrialization. What he really wants is to go into the deepest Amazon and photograph the indigenous tribes who don't even have concrete. Richard wants to see the real Amazon. Or at least, his idea of the real Amazon. But he can't, because the Brazilian government makes sure that there's enough red tape in place to discourage travelers. It would take years to get permission, so Richard doesn't even try. But as luck would have it, he's in Sao Paulo, and he meets this kid at a party. He was raised by this padre, Padre Pedro, out in the middle of Mato Grosso. His name is Joaquim Filio, and he's a Javanches Indian from the lower Amazon. We started to talk, and he said, you know, I have an interesting place that I would like to show you. I want to show you something. He invites Richard to accompany him to his hometown in the Amazon to meet a tribe of Javanches Indians. He doesn't have to wait years for permission from the Brazilian government. Richard can go right now. And so we agreed. Two days, we'd leave. Richard's about to find out why the Brazilian government makes it so hard to do what he's about to do. But he doesn't know that yet. He and Joaquim Filio take a bus for 36 hours into the Amazon jungle. It started on paved road, then it went to dirt road, then it went to really funk dirt roads, and then it went to like, you know, there's jungle and all this growing over everything and, and bridges blown out and going over, you know, log bridges and everything. It's just really getting crazy. Nauseous and hot and insects everywhere. And then in the middle of the night, it was probably about four or five in the morning, we were dropped off at an old church and somebody opens the door and there's a nun standing there. And she's full-blown nun. Joaquim introduces Richard to Padre Pedro. He was an Italian priest who came and had been living in the jungle for 15 years. He was the number one priest, number one man there, the head, head honcho. Richard asked Padre Pedro if he can go into the village and take photographs. And so he said, I'll ask, but, you know, there's no promises. He came back, I think it was the following day, and said, uh, no, it's not going to happen. Richard is disappointed and a little annoyed, but he decides to make the best of it. Padre Pedro acted as doctor and negotiator. We cruised around in his Land Rover, and we ended up going to several smaller villages. We went and gave some kids some polio shots, and I got to hold these little screaming babies' legs, and he shot them in the butt. So we hung out for a couple of days, and then one day, somebody comes in from the tribe and said, you can go. And not only is Richard allowed to visit the village, he gets to photograph a special ceremony. It was some sort of initiation for kids going into adolescence. They were going to pierce these little boys' ears. But before they go, Padre Pedro pulls Richard aside. The priest told me, we've been invited, but keep in mind, there's been a lot of problems in the past, so... There's one condition. If something starts to get nasty or they start getting worked up about something, we have to leave immediately. And if I say go, we jump and we go. If anything gets weird, we leave. 
Richard can't help thinking that all these people, the government, Padre Pedro, everybody's overreacting. These are primitive people living in a tiny village. They don't have cars or guns or bombs. What's everyone so worried about? And so I said, fine, let's go, let's do it. So Richard and Padre Pedro leave the mission at five in the morning. So we drove out there and I heard something off in the background. It was like screaming and yelling. And I thought, wow, what is going on? So it was like the beginnings of this thing. Richard is finally in a real Javanches Amazonian Indian village. And it's everything he hoped it would be. The village was just, you know, thatched huts, really awesome, these round thatched huts that were just huge. And you could see the fires kind of burning and the smoke in the background, you know, and just kind of people, it was twilight, so it was just like this really surreal time to be there. And the women are over in their end, and they're standing around with these, like, like wraps on and, and Western bras. You know, I'm like, this is really a hoot, you know, these white bras on, you know? You see these, these shadow figures walking around, and I'm like, I don't even know really what I'm looking at here. It's still twilight. I see these fires burning, and these guys invite me. They flag me over to go into this room, and I'm like, uh, okay. So I went in there, and I'm in the guy's tent, you know, hanging out with these guys. I'm looking at these people, and they're huge. These guys were just completely chiseled. Huge packs, massive thigh muscles, and I'm like, wow, where do they? But it's like out of control. And they were patting this, this ball that was this blood red root, stop sign red, and it was just mixed with oil, and they got it all over their hands, and they're standing like at each other's back, smearing this blood red stuff on their bodies. Their haircut was just like the bomb of all haircuts. Their voices were very rhythmic, and they were like, ooh, and their language. One word I was taught was, which means very beautiful. I'm wow, man, this is totally cool, you know? When the men finish decorating themselves, they leave the hut. Richard follows them out into a clearing. They got into this circle and they held hands and started dancing. They started to pull their legs out and then pull their legs in and this circle would just sort of pulsate in and out. They would thrust their legs in and thrust their legs out and thrust them in and then thrust them out. The circle would expand and then contract. Then the sun was coming out and, you know, all around these round houses and the smoke smoldering and then this pulsating going on. 
you could see their bodies sort of glistening from the sun. It was like, you know, really good photo op. So Richard takes out his two Nikon cameras and 100 rolls of film, and he starts taking pictures. So I was being able to hammer out four frames a second. But I'm just working at it and working at it and shooting these shots. I saw this guy, and I zeroed in on this one guy who was the badass, and he scared the shit out of me. But at the same time, I was so drawn to this guy's face, I just started focusing on his face because it was just so good. And his body, his back, his pecs, he was just this fierce, fierce warrior. And I'm looking at him going, wow, what a photograph. When the men finish dancing, it's time for the jungle race. They put two logs, one on each side of their shoulders, 16 inch in circumference, about maybe two foot long, and they carried these logs on their shoulders and began to run. And in the heat, they're just off and running, and they disappear. And the badass dude was one of those guys, and I thought, well, he must be number one. And then maybe 15, 20 minutes later, here comes the guy, the sculpture dude in front, covered with sweat, you know, drops his logs and just walks back, and everyone goes, oh, you know, what, you know, whoa, you know, beautiful, dude. This cow appears, and this dude walks over with an ax and just hammers it right on the back of its neck and dead right there and it pulsating with blood. And then they proceed to start hacking this thing up the legs off of an ax. They have this rack built in this fire and they start to take the pieces and lay it out. The head was there and some fur was still on it and everything. And the kids were standing around poking the eyeballs. Now Richard's got two cameras. One has a 20 millimeter lens and one has a 500 millimeter telephoto lens. I was like really comfortable with this whole vibe. I really liked it and I was just in my own photographic zone. And Richard starts focusing in on that biggest, most chiseled warrior. I mean, he was like a Roman statue, you know, the way his body was chiseled. Uh, this guy is just covered with red and just sweaty and oily. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool photographs with the light and this deep, rich color. And so I'm working this image over and over and over again. I keep working on this guy, and I just lose myself in these images. I've got this 500 millimeter lens on, and all of a sudden I see this guy put his arms up in this sort of locomotion sort of a motion, and his arms are as if he's running. And I see this through a 500 millimeter lens, and my first perception is this guy is running over to kill me. I pull the camera back from my face to take a look, and I, I, I almost fall over backwards and faint, and I feel like I'm in, you know, graying out because I'm scared. And I see this guy, and he hasn't moved, but he's waving his arms, and he's got this really crazed look in his eyes. And I turn over to the right, and I see these women standing over there, and they see my face, and they, can, they know instantly I'm petrified, and they start laughing hysterically. Richard looks around. The women are laughing at him. And the crowds of children are laughing at him, and the big chiseled warriors laughing at him. And I don't think it's funny. I was just terrified. And Richard just stares at the warrior. This puppy just happens to walk in front of him, and he kicks this thing in the air. This puppy's flying in the air, it lands on the ground. And the whole place goes quiet. Nobody makes a sound. 
and the warrior walks over to the puppy lying on the ground. And then he smashes it with his foot. He smashes the puppy with his bare foot. End of story. The puppy is finita de musica. And that's when I instantly lock eyes with the Padre. The Padre just waves out of here. Let's go. And Padre Pedro's like, remember when I said it could get weird? This is what I was talking about. And so we hop in this truck and we beeline it. On the way back to the church, Richard is freaked out. I'm still shaking and I'm just visualizing that airborne puppy and everything. And so we go to the church and he wants to show me something. And so he brings out what looks like a yearbook. And in this yearbook are all these black and white pictures of priests. And he points to the one and go, and he slaps his hand and goes, bow, bow. He points to another one, bow, muerte. Dead. Bow, muerte. Dead. Bow, muerte. Dead. These guys are all killed by the Chivanchis Indians. Bow, muerte. Bow, muerte. Bow, muerte. And Richard can't help thinking, all this business about tourists not having access to the natives. Maybe the Brazilian government has a point. Our own Rebecca Hertz brought us that story from photographer Richard Felker. Sure, you've constructed images in your mind's eyes to match the tale. Compare them against the real thing. Richard Felker's mind-blowing photos from this very trip, now on snapjudgment.org. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.